0: Sabbath. happy sabbath this is the day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it god has been so good to us this is a high sabbath as i must say this is a sabbath that we have been waiting on for a long time the lord has been good to us over these last six months a half a year we have been worshiping virtually but we just want to welcome everyone Uh, all of our our St. Louis family, our Tabernacle of Praise family, and all those that are around the world watching us today, we just want to welcome you to Tabernacle of Praise. We know that your experience today will truly be blessed as we worship him in spirit and in truth. You know, the Bible says that we need to make a joyful noise unto the Lord come before his presence with singing, serve the Lord with gladness. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. I'm gonna say that again. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting, his truth endureth forever. We just wanna w- welcome you once again. We're so happy today. We have our president of the Central States Conference with us today. Also the vice president of administration and also our uh, vice president of finance are here with us today. This is a high Sabbath. So with no further ado, I'm gonna turn it over to our president, Pastor Roger Bernard.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Elder, we appreciate you so much and we appreciate uh, this opportunity to be together. We are excited, just as as Elder uh, Harris has stated, we're excited because we have the pleasure today of installing our new pastor for the Tabernacle of Praise Seventh-day Adventist Church. And so all of you who are watching remotely, we welcome you for our Tabernacle of Praise family, we, we, uh, we welcome you this morning. We, but we do want to say before we really get into our time when uh, Pat Elder, Paris, Elder uh, Wellington will give us, uh, um, let's ask Elder Wellington to give us an
2: opening prayer, and then we'll come right back with just a few words. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father God, what an awesome opportunity has come before us. Lord, we just want to lift up your name. We want to give all honor, praise, and glory unto you. We ask, Lord, that as we enter into this phase of worship, Lord, that you would bless us, and Lord, you would allow that this experience will be one that will be everlasting. Lord, we invite all that are, are available to come and worship with us this morning, and we just thank you, Lord, for all that you will do, have done, and will continue to do. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Uh, as administration, we want to take this moment before we do the installation service of our new pastor, to thank the Tabernacle of Praise family. Uh, You all have been tremendous throughout these past months uh, holding it down. And we we wanna say thank you for your commitment to the Lord. Thank you for your commitment to uh, the Central States Conference. And thank you for your commitment uh, in St. Louis in the area where you all have been tasked to be of service. Uh, Your your faithfulness will never be forgotten. Uh, But I as well want to take these moments to thank your head elder, Elder Harris. Elder Harris, put your picture back on for a moment. And all of us on, let's give him a virtual hand clap of praise wherever you are sitting at your seats and at your tables. And those of you who are watching us online, if you would just put your hands together. Elder Harris, thank you so much for your faithfulness and your commitment to the Lord and for leading Tabernacle of Praise. At this time, I, I will say that the top that the tabernacle of praise has never gone to the bottom. It's always stayed up at the top. And uh, because of your faithfulness, uh, we are just we just want to just pause for a moment and thank you for all of your hard work and for leading that pastoral team and the team of elders for you all working together in harmony. Um, you know, th- we didn't hear any negative feedback coming from any of the members. And so, uh, thank you for all that you all were doing. And we want to say, again, job well done. Praise you, Lord. Thank uh-huh. you. All right. And with that stated, we are excited, as always, uh, when we have the opportunity to install a new pastoral team. And so um, uh, this morning, uh, we're going to have the bio for our new pastoral uh, family. Uh, I know that the pastor and his dear wife are getting together to uh, come on 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 the picture. But before that, uh, Elder Anderson, our vice president for finance, uh, will give us his bio.
3: Good morning and happy Sabbath. It is my distinct privilege to introduce to you Pastor Fields, Jonathan B. Fields, Jr. Jonathan B. Fields, Jr. was born to J.B. and Joyce Fields in Brownsville, Tennessee on August 16th. He is one of six siblings. Jonathan and his family moved to Indianapolis, Indiana, where he spent the majority of his teen and young adult years struggling with typical youth issues. After one year and five months of service in the U.S. Navy, the Lord ordered Jonathan's life in a different direction. With the Holy Spirit working mightily in his life, Jonathan was impressed to attend church with his sister Jackie in Berrien Springs, Michigan. After several months of sitting on the back pew, Jonathan was baptized into the Adventist faith. While living in the Berrien Springs, Michiana, Michigan area, Jonathan accepted his calling to ministry and enrolled into Andrews University as a theology major. Jonathan later transferred to Oakwood University where he graduated with a BA in general studies and went on to earn a master's of arts and pastoral studies from Oakwood University, the MAPS program. Jonathan has been blessed to minister in many capacities, such as conducting a two-week evangelistic series with Global Ministry in Oakwood University Theology Department in Blantyre, Malawi, Africa. He was a speaker for the Atlantic, Atlanta Evangelistic Preach Out. He's done mission work with South Atlantic Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and Mid-American Union Community Service in the Grand Bahamas. He's partnered with Second Harvest Food Distribution Center, serving fresh produce to hundreds of families in the South Minneapolis area. John is married to the former Melody L. Thompson, who was a daughter of the Central States Conference and grew up at the Berean SDA Church here in St. Louis. They will celebrate 22 amazing years of marriage on tomorrow, August 23rd, amen. They have been blessed with six wonderful and bright children, five daughters, and one son. Brittany Tavares Wilson, Javon, son, Jale, Olivia, Maya, and Jamaria. Beautiful family. They are anxiously awaiting the arrival of the grandson Tavares Jr. in October 2020. Oh, they're going to be grandparents. That's wonderful. John served in ministry for the South Central Conference from 2020 2010 to 2016 and in September 2016 Jonathan accepted the call to join the Great Central States Conference as senior pastor of the Ebenezer Fellowship SDA Church and the New Life SDA Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Jonathan is desirous to minister to the church of today and mm-hmm. Christ returns. He values young people and encourages all youth to put God first. He also prays that his life would lead others to Christ. One of Jonathan's favorite passages of scripture is John 14, 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you so. I go to prepare a place for you. Now, that's the scripted version of Jonathan Fields. I've known Jonathan Fields for a long time, and I know that when he puts his heart, to the mission of God, there's no turning back. You're getting a wonderful pastor. He's focused on the mission. He's gonna minister to you. He's gonna minister to anybody who will come and hear what the word has to say. And the Lord is speaking to him. I ask that you will accept him and his family because him and Melody are a team for the ministry. And his beautiful girls and his son, they're all one body part of being a part of Christ's family. So I ask that you just welcome them, love on them, because they're going to love on you. And there you have the Fields family.
1: Thank you, Elder Fields and uh, Melody. the, The Fields family is with us today. And we want to begin our installation service at this time. Elder Fields, Ezekiel 34, verses 15 through 16 says this. I will be a shepherd of my sheep. I will cause them to lie down, said the Lord Jehovah. I will seek that which was lost, bring back that which was driven away, and will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. This is what we are called to do as pastors, as uh, as a pastoral team, to seek those who uh, have been hurt, bring them back into the fold. Remember the Lord left the 99 and he went after the one. And, uh, and so when we do ministry, We minister to everyone who is in need of God. Therefore, with that understanding, having been called by God the Father, commissioned by Jesus Christ, and endowed by the Holy Spirit to pastor this church, do you take this people to be your people, this field of labor to be your field, with our reservation of heart and mind? We do. do. (laughs) Do you promise to give yourself faithfully to the ministry of the word, and to prayer, to be a good shepherd of this flock of God, to minister to the needs of all alike, to be friends of all, to seek the salvation of souls and the nurture of the saved. If wrong, to forgive as you expect to be forgiven, to seek always to keep yourself mentally alert, and as much as lies within you, to be at peace with all men and to lead this church in the ways of Christ as the Holy Spirit gives you wisdom and strength We do. We do. (laughs) Do you promise to remember that your first congregation is your own household? And, And will you commit time and energy and yourself to ensure proper spiritual leadership and balance between your role as pastor, husband, wife at this time as well, and father and mother? Yes, we do. Do you understand that your chief task will be to do God's will? to please him in all things and to prepare this people to meet him as faithful stewards. We, we do. do. Amen. And then I want to now talk to the, the church family. And uh, you you all can participate in five uh, Cyber World as well by typing I do, uh, we do uh, to the answer to the question that I will ask you. And uh, at this time for those representing the church, if you would just Uh, unmute yourselves as as we, we give the vows to the church. And you people of God, do you promise to hear attentively the preaching of the word, to participate reverently in the services of worship, to share with this pastor, this pastoral family and the responsibilities of teaching and witnessing, to assume your role in the homes and to counsel with this team concerning the welfare of the church and the winning of souls, to encourage him as he stands for right and to follow their leadership as they follow Christ. Do you so commit? We do. we
4: do.
1: All right. Do you understand that he is a servant of Christ, steward of the gospel? Do you understand that his primary congregation is his own household? And will you support this pastor in spending time with his wife and children? We do. We do. We do. Will you consecrate your gifts Dedicate your time and talents. Faithfully pray with and for this pastoral family as they seek to follow the mandates of Christ our Lord. We, we do. do. Amen. You all said those things so emphatically, I believe that you mean it. At this Amen. time, we're going to ask Elder Josiah if he would offer our prayer of consecration for this family.
5: Yes, absolutely. Let's bow our heads. Tabernacle of praise, family uh and everyone father god we are so grateful today so thankful lord so merciful that you have allowed even in the midst of a pandemic uh for us to bring and install uh the fields family into ministry as the senior pastor of the tabernacle of praise SDA church father god i know that they have waited a long time uh and we thank you lord for how you as the good shepherd Uh, have kept them during this time. And and Lord, we thank you for the leadership as Elder Bernard has already done, Lord, that that has kept uh, the church moving forward. Uh, But Lord, we thank you for this under shepherd that you have allowed to come in, Pastor Jonathan Fields and his wife, Melody, and their children. Uh, Lord, we are asking Lord, that you will put a hedge of protection around them, uh, even as they transition uh, to the St. Louis area. Lord, this is an interesting time, 2020, in which to have to transition. And so Lord, we're praying for a hedge of protection. Lord, we're praying for a covering uh, over he and his family. Lord, we're praying, Lord, that no evil or no virus will come near their dwelling even as they transition. Lord, we're praying for a special anointing of the Holy Spirit to be on him as he ministers to the the congregation and the people of St. Louis during these times. Lord, I pray that you will give Him wisdom and understanding. Lord, I pray that you would give him a double portion of your spirit so that he can have the power uh, uh, of the Holy Spirit to minister uh, during these times. Lord, we pray that you will watch over his children, Lord, uh, those who are near and those who are far, those who are in school at Pine Forge and and Oakwood and and, and other places. Lord, I pray that you would keep them safe as well uh, during this time. And Lord, we pray for the Tabernacle of Praise family that they will be receptive to his leadership. Lord, we're praying uh, that they would listen to the Holy Spirit and they will listen to him and be able to follow him as he follows Christ. Uh, Lord, we thank you for what you are doing today. We thank you for what you're going to do tomorrow and next week and next year uh, as, as Pastor Fields, who is an evangelist at heart, will reach many people uh, in the North St. Louis area and in the St. Louis, greater St. Louis area with the everlasting gospel. And Lord, we can't wait for that day uh, when we won't have to install anybody else. We will not have to, to move anybody else because we would have moved on up uh, into the very kingdom of heaven. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, Pastor Fields will be faithful uh, here on earth and you will allow him to be a uh, ruler over many in heaven. And Lord, I pray that we will be faithful here on earth uh, where we will be allowed, and then allowed to, to make it all in uh, to the kingdom of heaven, uh, Lord. We ask these mercies with thanksgiving, knowing that you have heard and that you will answer our prayers because we ask it in the name of Jesus. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen.
1: Amen and amen. Well, uh, just before words are given from the church by the head elder, Paul Harris, elder, uh, elder. Fields, Sister Melanie, uh, under the authority of God of Heaven,
2: uh,
1: by the voted action and authority of the Central States Conference of Seventh day Adventist Executive Committee, uh, this administration now decreases and places in your hand uh, this congregation. We do declare that you are now the pastor, pastoral family of the Tabernacle of Praise Seventh day Adventist Church in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, may God bless you as you begin. <laughs> your ministry in this region of his word. God bless you. Amen, Amen. thank you. Amen, amen.
0: Amen, praise the Lord. And pastor as the head elder and my wife, Teresa, we just want to formally, we have informally done, we want to formally welcome you to the Tabernacle of Praise family. You are no longer a visiting speaker or you are part of the family of God Tabernacle of Praise. Mm-hmm. my wife Amen. has a few words she wants to say here.
6: Yes, on behalf of uh, Women's Ministry Leader uh, of Tabernacle of Praise, on behalf of the women of TOP, we wanted to welcome you, Sister Fields. You. Uh, you will be uh, our first lady now. <laughs> and we are excited about the work that we will be able to do together. Uh, We were listening uh, intently as Pastor Fields gave us his introduction on Wednesday evening. And my heart was just full just to hear the love that he has and that he has given his life and you've given your life not only to the church, but to the communities that you're involved in. And we're looking forward to putting our hands to the plow with you and uh, reaching out to our community as our vision statement uh, is to be a healthy, united body of believers, actively engaged in the community, providing emotional, physical, and spiritual support. And it's just like God to bring a team to us that has the background and the training to heal, to do just that. So we are very excited that you are here and that you will be ministering not only to the top family, but to our St. Louis community. So we welcome you and we're so grateful that God placed you here. And we're looking forward to what we will be doing together.
0: Praise the Lord. And we, we just wanna thank uh, the conference president, Pastor Roger Bernard and his executive committee for allowing the Holy Spirit to guide them in this choice. Because in a brief time that we've gotten to speak and know each other, it's no doubt that this was God led, the Holy Spirit led all the way. It's like peanut butter and jelly. It's just meant to be together. And so we just praise the Lord and we are just anticipating a mighty move of the Holy Spirit as we work together in this part of the vineyard to bring souls to the kingdom of God. And so we love you guys already. And we, we just wanna say congratulations and thank you for accepting the call to Tabernacle of Praise. And we want to already just thank you, and we want to pre- want to celebrate your anniversary on tomorrow, 22 years. And the church is excited. And if you just check your cash app, we can't give you flowers <laughs> or anything, but the blessings are already coming in, and will be coming in throughout the day. So we want to thank you, and I have already given you the the physical keys. <laughs> so now it is official. Welcome, family, to the tabernacle of praise. God bless you.
7: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Um, we'll come back in a, a later on in the service
0: to give a formal welcome. Amen. 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 So at this time, you know, the Bible says that prayer is the key in the hand of faith to unlock heaven's storehouse. What's in heaven's storehouse is treasured, all the um, all the power of omnipotence, unlimited, boundless power. You know what we have at our at our hands, at our fingertips. God is poised, waiting to bless us if we simply ask. He says, "If my people, who are called by my name, would simply mm-hmm. humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he says, then will I hear from heaven. I will." forgive their sin, and heal their land. So we need forgiveness today. We need healing. and So we just ask you to type in your prayer requests. We check out those prayer requests. And Elder Wellington is going to lead us in intercessory prayer at this time.
2: Lord God, one more time. It is such an awesome opportunity to come before your presence, Lord, to lift up tabernacle of praise, family, Lord, in this community. Lord, we've seen the works that you've done in the past, and yet, Lord, we look forward to the works that you're going to do going forward. Lord, you have now blessed us, Lord, with a shepherd, And we're excited, Lord, to come together as a family, as one. And Lord, we commit ourselves to this work, Lord, that we will be successful, Lord, in this venue. We ask, Father God, that you would take your hand and place it upon his leadership. That, Lord, as he directs, as he moves, as he influences those around him, Lord, they will be spiritually led as you have set forth for him to do. We ask, Father God, that you would grab a hold of all the mysteries within the Tabernacle of Praise family, Lord, that as we are, we will become such a mighty... for us in the community of Spanish Lake Lewis. And so, Father God, we believe by the leading hand of the Holy Spirit, we will be successful. Lord, we don't come simply just asking, Lord, but we come believing and knowing that your power will allow us to be successful. Lord, already through this pandemic, we've seen your blessings. You've kept us free. You've kept us safe. Lord, you even kept us working. And so we can never thank you enough for all that you do and have done. But even right now, Lord, on the principles of heaven, we ask, Father God, that you would indulge us with an additional portion of your spirit. So that, Lord, as we press forward, moving forward, that, Lord, we will not just be a body, Lord, but that we will be a body unified for the work of God. We ask, Father God, that you will continue to bless those who are going through periods of bereavement, Lord. We have lost some, but we know, Father God, that. You are still God, and you still sit high, looking low and touchy. And so, Father, those who are suffering, we ask that you will continue to be the comforter, Lord that you have always been. Lord, bring unto them, Lord, the peace of mind to know that and still that you are with them. We ask, Father God, that you will continue to bless those, Lord, who have fallen short or fallen shy, Lord, during this pandemic. Lord, we ask that as we preach this word, as we touch, as we talk, And Lord, you will bring your children back into the fold. We ask, Father God, that you would strengthen each and every one and and allow them, Lord, to hear your precious word. So Lord, open our eyes that we may see, our ears that we may hear, our hearts that we may receive. Lord, let us surrender ourselves and commit ourselves fully unto your task. We thank you, Lord, just for allowing us to be a part of this wonderful work. And so, Father, we ask one more time, that you would touch your manservant, servant, Lord. Touch him in a powerful way as he moves forward. Bless him on today, as he breaks the bread of life. Fill him, Lord. And then bless us, Lord, that we will be able to be a blessing to someone else. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
8: Good morning, church family. This is Elder Carroll. Just reminding you to continue in being a faithful steward, even at this time of the pandemic. We are thankful to everyone who has been honestly returning their faithful tithe and offering. And God expects us to be faithful stewards, servants of God and friends to man. Please continue to remember that you can return your tithe and offering through the cash app at dollar sign top giving. And you can also return through the adventistgiving.org website. Just search for Tabernacle of Praise Spanish Lake Missouri when you do that. Or if you need to, you can also mail it in to our treasurer, Sister Teresa Harris. And we appreciate everyone who's continued to show their dependence and trust on God as provider and sustainer during these tough times. May God bless you to continue being faithful stewards in your time, talent, temple, and treasure. Amen.
7: Thank you so much, Sister Beverly, uh, for that wonderful song of um, meditation. It is indeed a privilege and an honor to be a part of the family. Uh, My wife and I are so elated at the fact that God has directed our path um, to be a part of the top family. Uh, First of all, I do give an honor to God who is the head of my life, who is um, in control of everything I do. Um, I give him praise, honor, and glory. I thank God for um, our president um, and his team um, for, and the executive committee for allowing us to take on this task or this responsibility um, in the St. Louis area. Um, I'm going to give my wife an opportunity to just share her thoughts right now um, to the people of God.
9: Happy Sabbath. It is such a pleasure to be with our new family at the top. Um, our family has a saying and we get tickled about it. But when our kids were really little, they would wait until the person would get back in the car and they'd act like they were sleeping. And then all of a sudden they say, we going to the top, we going to the top. Well, we are going to the top and we are so happy to be with you all. I accept your challenge from the women's ministry um, to to work partner with you all um, to see how we could serve the Lord even bore. We thank you so much for your open arms and the love that you've shown us so far. And we look forward to getting there.
7: Amen. This is this is definitely a um, a, um, a move in the making. Um, I think it was about two or three years ago um, we were able to do a marriage seminar mm-hmm. and, um, and we were able to meet um, and greet and fellowship with a lot of the family here at top. Um, and so I see that Lord was putting some things in place. My wife even um, about, what's it, a month ago when you the Lord laid this on your heart mm-hmm. about, go on to share just a little bit of that if you don't mind.
9: Uh, it's been a while actually, okay. uh, probably over the year about top and watching your services and thinking, you know, um, seems like there's a wonderful place to be. And some things had taken place that I was, you know, kind of contemplating. And then when my husband got the call, it just confirmed that this was where we were supposed to be. The prayer um, was, you know, Lord, where should should we be? You know, where do you want us to be uh, once we receive the call from the conference? And when the Lord flashed back those many times that I thought about top and things that I saw come together, it was it was like it was a no-brainer. So we're just so happy to be with you all at the time.
7: Amen. Amen. It is indeed a blessing and honor, and it is our prayer um, as we move forward. Um, that whatever it is that god would have us to do um, that we do just that mm-hmm. um, so we thank you so much for your love the gifts are already coming in um, we praise mm-hmm. god for you thank for you. that and we just pray that as we move forward that we can move forward um, as a family of god as we look uh, for our savior to come and take us to that place mm-hmm. uh, made new. thank you so much um, and we're look excited forward to see
9: you all yes
7: yes can't wait we yes. can't wait turn
9: okay. it over to you now
7: thank you <laughs> Amen. Amen. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing great. Um, I hope everybody's doing wonderful. indeed um, a blessing and an honor to be able to be a part of ministry, just to be alive today. And so um, as we move forward, um, I do accept the challenge from our president. We do. Um, as you heard our um, response, um, we do accept the challenge, and we are so excited, so elated at the fact that God has chosen us to be a part of this awesome ministry. Um, again, it is our desire <clears throat> to be serving leaders, to be that which God has called us to be and whatever it is um, that we can do, that's what we're here for. Um, I like to believe that I am approachable, um, that I can be talked to, um, that I'm the, uh, you know, that, 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 that you can come and um, share with me um, and, and that likewise I will to you. Um, I thank God for uh, Elder Harris. I told Elder Harris this morning Amen. Um, for some reason, it just finally clicked um, that I'm in another time zone. And, and, and man, I tell you, when that thing hit me, I, I, I just didn't know where what to do. Um, and so I called Elder Harris and we both fell out laughing, got tickled um, about, uh, about the whole process and what was going on. So Elder Harris, again, as I mentioned earlier, um, I will be leaning on you, Elder. Um, I thank God for you and your wonderful wife's word of encouragement. Um, we are so excited to be able to come to my wife's own um, hometown, amen. And so we're so blessed to be here. Um, I don't wanna be long, Um, I'm typically not a long speaker. I try not to be, um, unless the Holy Spirit takes over and then we may be here um, until tomorrow. So I hope you brought your peanut butter and jelly with you. Um, So, (laughs) uh, but at this time, if you can just turn with me to the book of Colossians, to the book of Colossians, just want to just share with you um, what God has laid on my heart. I thank God for all of my family, and friends who have joined in. I've received a lot of love and a lot of support individuals wanting um, to get the link to be able to join, to be able to um, be a part of this service today. Um, I was getting text messages um, all morning. I have colleagues, amen, uh, that have joined in and uh, to support um, us in this endeavor. Um, So if you could just turn with me to the book of Colossians. Um, Just wanna read a couple of verses um, in your hearing, amen. Um, Colossians chapter three that's Colossians chapter three and we want to start with verse one um, and we'll read all the way down to um, verse four we'll stop at verse four Colossians chapter three and we'll read verses one two three and four and it reads if then you were raised with Christ seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you die. Your life is hidden with Christ and God. Verse four, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Today, I just want to spend this little time with you and just talk with you on the topic of new beginnings, new beginnings. Beginnings. Let us pray. Loving our Father and our God, again, we thank you so much for this privilege and this opportunity that you have given us uh, to come before you. As always, Father, it is our prayer that um, what is said here, Father God, you will be glorified. Not I, but Christ on the inside. I must decrease um, so that you may increase. Thank you so much for this privilege. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My family and I, of course, are in the process of relocating from um, Minneapolis to the St. Louis area. Now, I must admit that this isn't the first time that we've been in the situation where we had to pack up our house and move to another location. Uh, but there are at least three things that I found um, as we went through as we go through this process of relocating, um, that I believe that our text um, lends an ear to. Uh, One of the things that I found um, as we pack things up and as we begin to move, um, we come across some things that um, we have to um, we we have to release Um, some things that 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 we have to let go of. Um, You know, um, every room in our house um, have things in it. Every room in our house um, has has been occupied with things um, that we have accumulated over the years. Um, Some things that we have we have forgotten about some things that um, we don't take notice of anymore, some things that have been pushed aside, some things that have been laid aside, some things that have um, been been tucked away in the corner, Um, some things that we uh, need to just let go of. I believe in our text today, um, we find here that Paul is talking to um, the Colossians, letting them know that there are some things that you just have to let go of. Let's look at our text real quick. I just want to just spend a little time with you um, in this text right now. Um, Let's look at verse one. It says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Uh, Verse two goes on to say to set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Paul is reminding us that there are some things that we just have to let go of. I know going into a new situation, going into a new place, um, there are some things that um, we, we, we have become accustomed to, some things that we like, some things that we have grown familiar with, some things that is just, you know, I, you know I, I've been doing this so long and I just can't let it go. But just like in our, uh, our spiritual life, there are some things that God is telling us, that we just simply have to let go of. There are some things, some habits, some uh, situations, some relationships. There are some places that we normally go that God is simply saying, we have to release ourselves. We have to let those things go. You see, when we find ourselves doing things or holding on to stuff and God is trying to um, encourage us to let go of, what happens is those things bring us down. Those things send us to a place where God can not use us like he wants to. That it, 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 it puts us in a position where now God has to spend extra time trying to get stuff out of us instead of putting stuff in us. Let me help you out a little bit. Um, Some years ago, um, as you mentioned, um, I was in the United States Navy and um, I enjoyed my time there, uh, but I always knew that that wasn't where God uh, wanted me to be. Even before I took the chance to even go into the Navy, God was already speaking, God was already letting me know that that is not where I want you to be. Because deep down inside, truth be told, I was really putting the Navy above God. Well, why do you say that? Because I believe that if I get into the Navy, then my life would be better. I believe that if I was able to go into the Navy, that I would be able to accumulate things. I believe that if I was able to get into the Navy, then I would become a better person. And God was simply trying to let me know that the Navy is not gonna make you a better person. Navy is not going to, it's not that place that's going to allow you to, to uh, accumulate many things. He says, I am the one that want to give you those things. I am the one that want to uh, give you that new house or that new home. He says, I want to be, in other words, I was putting the Navy above God. My brothers and sisters, we're going into a new dimension. We're going into a new place. Uh, we're going to a new era. We're in the midst of a pandemic. We're doing things, um, 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 live streaming. We're doing things that we haven't done before. We're doing things uh, uh, that many of us thought that we would never do. I'm I'm finding myself texting more. I'm finding myself checking my email more. I'm finding myself doing social media more. I'm finding myself on different platforms, on different Zoom programs. I'm finding myself doing things that I thought that I would never do. I simply have to learn how to let go of some things because I can't stay the way I was if God wants me to be who he wants me to be. I have to learn how to let go and let God. So as we pack our house, as we move, as we begin to load up stuff, we come across things that we simply need to discard. You know, I always talk about this shirt that I have and, um, you know, I love this shirt. I believe this shirt is older than my marriage. Come on, somebody. I've had this shirt for quite sometime. And uh, every time my wife see me lounging with this shirt on, she kind of throw the eye on me. Somebody may know what I'm talking about. I wish I could see your face because I just want somebody, brothers, I just wish I could have somebody to raise their hand and let me know that they know exactly what I'm talking about. But, well, you, know, I, I, you know, I love that shirt. I, there you go, Elder. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I, I like that shirt. I love that shirt. It, you know, it's, it, it, it fits well. It's, uh, you, know, you know, it's a little worn. It's a little worn after 22 years or longer. You know, it, it is a little worn. But I must say, Elder, I must say my wife, has found a new use for that shirt. It's still in the house. She didn't throw it away. She didn't kick it out, but she did. I'm not gonna t- <laughs> she's laughing. I'm not gonna tell you what the new use is, but I'm able to keep my shirt and she's able to do something different with the shirt instead of sending it on my, on my back. But I had to learn how to let go of some stuff. There are some stuff that we have accumulated some stuff that we have grabbed hold of. And let's, let's be honest. Let's let's be, I have learned, I have learned in my limited years on this earth that there are some things that I have picked up and I didn't plan on picking it up. There are some habits that I picked up. I didn't plan on picking those habits up. There, there, there are some conversations that I found myself in that I did not plan on being in. I remember. I remember now. As we move forward, and my life is no secret, no big secret. I, I, I must say, when I look in the mirror, I'm excited for what I see because I don't see what I used to be. I see what God has changed me into. So I know I have a past, and I don't a, a, a past, and I don't mind sharing my past simply because for me to neglect my past is to tell, is to deny what God has done for me. See, when I deny, when I deny the fact that I was out on the streets, when I deny the fact that I. Used to do drugs when I deny. See, see, sometimes we want pastors and we want leaders and we want individuals to present a persona that they have it all together. But let me, let me me just let you in, let me just let you all the way in. Matter of fact, you can take a seat, take the shoes off because I want you to know straight up. I have a past. Come on, somebody. And that past is is saturated with Jesus taking me through hard times. It's saturated with Jesus leading me through difficult moments. It's saturated with Jesus letting me know that don't go down that road, my son. Go down this road. And even though I didn't listen, the Bible said I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best to stay focused. I'm going to try my best to stay focused. But when I talk about my Jesus and what has done for me i get so excited i lose myself in jesus oh i wish i had a church i could you know you, you know you get so accustomed to hearing the the saints yelling You get so accustomed to hearing the saints, you know, saying amen, amen. Uh, 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 But but I know you out there. I know you out there and I know you understand uh, what I'm talking about. And and so there are some stuff as we pack, as we load up the truck, as we put stuff in boxes and put stuff in bins, there are some things we're going to have to release. What am I saying? We're going into a new beginning. We're taking a new step forward. New pastor. New church. A uh, 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 new members. New family. New friends. There are some things that we're just gonna have to release. Oh, I wish I could get some help up in here today. Not only are we gonna have to release some things. Not only are we gonna have to release some things, but there are some things that we're just gonna have to. Uh, 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 we, we're gonna have to remember. Amen. We're gonna have to remember. What am I saying? as we move forward as we move forward we're going to have to remember those things we're going to have to we're going to have to understand the text goes on to say in verse 4 let's move on down here and i'm going to come back to verse 1 and 2 a uh, uh, verse 4 said but when christ who is our life appears then you also will appear with him in glory amen amen there are some things my brothers and sisters we're going to have to remember as we go through our, 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 our packing uh, and as, as we get the boxes out. Uh, uh, there are some things that we're going to come across that, that, that have been tucked away under the couch or tucked away in the closet. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Those things that, that, that have been hidden for all those many years. Uh, uh, you're going to come and you're going to see some things that's going to cause you to remember and reflect. Ah, it's going to take you down memory lane as we take our responsibilities here at the top. As my wife said, our daughters, when they were younger, they would get, we would get in the car, they would act like they were asleep. Now this was, now this is, if this isn't a God sign, I don't know what it is. They would act like they were asleep. They would act like they were knocked out. They would have their head to the side, but their tongue would be pointing up. Come on, somebody. Now, you know, you would think gravity will pull it down, but they would be laying down and tongue up. And as we would get in and we would turn around and look at them, I'd sign me all together, they would jump up and say, we're going to the top, we're going to the top amen and we would just fall out left not knowing that Jesus was setting this thing up in here up in here we're not only going to the top but we're at the top come on somebody as we take a trip down memory lane we'll begin to reflect and remember we'll begin to see some things and understand some stuff that God has brought you through you don't understand how he brought you through it you may not understand why but as you take a trip down memory lane oh when i think of the goodness of jesus and all that he has done for me my soul cries out hallelujah i praise god for saving me oh i can't forget what God has done for me. See, when I forget what he's done for me, amen, it just simply cancels him out of of, of, of who I am today. I am who I am because of what God has done when I was in San Diego pushing everything that I own down the street in a shopping cart. When I was homeless in a mission, it was Jesus that kept me. When I walked through the soup line, it was Jesus that was keeping me. Oh, I can't forget what he's done for me. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm trying to maintain my dignity up in this here up in this hotel room, but I preach because I pray that somebody on the other side of these walls hear what the Jesus I serve can do. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, I have to remember, I have to reflect, there are some things that I have to release, there are some things that I will reflect upon what God has done, and what God is doing. Top family, God wants to take us to the next level. And I believe, as sure as I'm standing here right now, that the next level is simply just around the corner. How do I know? Because God has told me so. Us standing here today is not an accident. I don't believe in accidents. I believe that my steps are ordered by the Lord. When I woke up this morning, I said, God, lead me, direct me, guide me. Lord, you have your way with me. So when I find myself in difficult trials, it's not an accident, it's because God is leading me. God is directing me. When I find myself, when my finances are lower, when I have more money than money, I do not get discouraged. Why? Because I prayed that morning, God, you lead me. And when I believe that God is leading me, no weapon, oh, I can't get no help. I'm trying to, I'm trying, Lord. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm just trying. Oh, 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 no weapon formed against me shall prosper. My steps are ordered by the Lord. Every devil in hell can't touch what God. You tried, Satan. You tried with crack cocaine. You tried with alcohol. You tried with all those things. But my God, my God, my God, my God is my God. Oh, hallelujah, my God, he says, I have ordered you, I have set you in a place and I'm sending you to a place my brothers and sisters, it is my prayer that we can come together as one family, that we can come together as one team, because he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. It is my desire to tell not just, not just top, but I want to tell all of St. Louis, if you're chiming in, you need to know that God reigns supreme. Don't worry about the pandemic, we've been dealing with a pandemic since the Garden of Eden seeing first showed up we've been dealing with issues and separation and, and health challenges this ain't nothing new don't let them twist your mind around and have you think that this is something new we've been dealing with stuff like this since the beginning of time oh yes that's why. I can state my claims and I can pitch my tent on the side of righteousness. Uh, No matter what happens, uh, my God is able. He's done it before and he will do it again. I'm trying, Jesus. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to get this word out. We have to learn how to let go of some stuff we have to learn how to how to remember some stuff we even have to learn how to retain some stuff verse one and two i'm gonna take you backwards i'm gonna take you back verse one and two because this right here i love this part right here verse one and two simply reminds us paul have to let the colossians know here in verse three he says if then you were raised with Christ, Uh, seek those things uh, which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Verse 2 says, set your mind on things above, not on things on this earth. Oh, we have to retain some stuff as we pack up, as we load up, as we begin to put stuff together. There are some stuff we have to release. There are some stuff that we have to remember. And then there are some stuff we have to simply retain some stuff that we're gonna hold with us. Set your mind on things above. When trials showed up, set your mind on things above. When the haters show up, set your mind on things above. When the naysayers show up, set your mind on things above and know that God got your back. We gotta release. We got to retain. Why? Because God said, You are dead in Christ, which is a beautiful thing. See, 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 I believe that the problem sometimes we have uh, as unbelievers um, as, um, is that we don't understand that we are dead in Christ, that we have died. We're not living our life like we are dead in Christ. We still try to hold on to stuff. We still try to do it ourselves. We still try to fix it ourselves. We still try to hold on to it ourselves. And what I need us to understand is that you are a new creation. All things have been passed away. You no longer walk with the cheaters. You're no longer a liar. You're no longer a fornicator. You are now a new creation in Christ Jesus. Because when Christ died, he died with the to the sins of the world. In other words, when he died, he died the death that you and I should have died. But he took our place. And just like he he died and he rose, one day he, we will rise too. He rose, we will rise, he got up, we'll get up, he ascended, We will ascend it because of what Christ has done on the cross. He said, all power has been given unto me. He says the same thing to you and the same thing to me that when the Holy Ghost come you shall receive power, power to walk right, power to talk right, power to live right, power to stand when everybody else is falling. You don't believe me? Just ask my brother Daniel. Come here, Daniel. Talk to the people for a few minutes. Uh, Oh, yes, I remember uh, the King Nebuchadnezzar sent out a decree uh, and he said that everybody needs to bow down uh, to this image. Uh, He he began to talk to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Come here, my brothers. Come here and talk to the people for a minute. He told Daniel, if you pray anymore, Daniel, if you pray anymore, that I will send you down with the lions Daniel said, I cannot allow what man say dictate what God has to say. Daniel prayed three times. You don't believe me? The story will tell you. Daniel prayed and as a result of his praying, he was tossed into the lion's den. But I thank God because no matter where we go in life, God is always there, even in your lion's den, even in your fiery furnace. Even at your Red Sea, God said, I will part waters. You see, we serve a God where water can't drown him. We serve a God that he'll walk on water. We serve a God uh, that time can't stop him. We serve a God that defies all the elements. We serve a God that understands us better than we understand ourselves. That's the God we serve. So wow, we are loading up and trying to make our transition, we understand that there are some things that we have to release, some things that we will retain and some things that we will remember. My brothers and sisters, as we come together, I pray that as you remember how things were and as you retain some of those great moments and as you remember those great moments, we have to understand that this is not our our home. That our journey will end in the earth made new. While we hold on to stuff and we may release stuff, we have to understand our. Our dream, our goal, our objective is to be a people prepared to receive Jesus when he comes. That's why we do what we do. That's why we worship when we worship. You see, I understand now what I couldn't understand then. When I was pushing everything that I owned in a shopping cart down the streets of San Diego, I couldn't understand what was happening then. I didn't know why all of this was happening. I understand. And I made some choices and, and the choices weren't always great choices but I understand now God that you were building character you was letting me know that no matter how low I go in life you were right there with me showing favor favor window in the suit line favor sleeping on the cots in the in, in the mission favor as I walked down dark streets with drugs favor as I began to try to pull myself up out of the muck and the miry. Favor, God said, I have placed on your life. And I believe, my brothers and sisters, that as I stand here today, that's today, that coming to this awesome church is nothing more than God showing more favor and more favor and more favor because he said, greater works will I have for you. And I believe that as we pitch our tent in St. Louis, I believe that as we Thank our claim. God has already set it up. All we have to do is walk in it. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Help me this morning to declare to the people of God that what is about to take place in that city is not an accident. But God has already set it up. God had already ordained it. He just needs a few good members to be faithful, not just in their time at the church, but in their giving to the church. He needs some faithful folk that don't mind giving it all to the point where we have to tell you, "Don't give no more. You've given too much. Don't give no more." God said, "I need some faithful folk because I've already set it up. I've already put it in place. I just need some folk that don't mind going to Canaan land and seeing what I see. Don't see what the neighbors see. Don't." see what the enemy see uh, I see favor all over us oh I see favor I see it my brothers and sisters oh I see it this morning oh I see it like 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 I'm like I'm standing here looking at my family right now I see it my brothers and sisters this is not an accident I want to close with this right here I received a phone call about a year or so ago, I believe it was about a year or so ago, and I, I, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there because it's just a testament to speak to how God was setting this thing up before I even knew it. I received a phone call from a friend, and they were even inquiring of me. What do I think about moving to St. Louis? I said, oh, no, my brother, I'm good where I'm at. But, a year or so ago hallelujah i'm good where i am right now i'm happy my wife has a great job my children are doing listen when you in ministry and you're able to find a spot where your wife is happy and your children is happy it don't matter what the, about the church come on somebody you know long as they're happy I'm happy. I tell, my, I, I tell my family and friends all the time. See, when mama's happy, everybody's happy. Go, I can't get no help in here today. Okay, the other hand clap, go, the other hand clap, go. <laughs> when mama's happy, everybody. And so I knew that when the call came from our president, it was a no-brainer. I said, Lord, you've been setting this thing up for a while. And I'm sorry, I have to confess, I'm a slow learner. I'm I'm a little slow God was showing us this a long time ago but it was at the appointed time and I believe my brothers and sisters that this is the appointed time this is the appointed time for us to do new things this is a new beginning this is a new time, a new place, a new day, a new era we're doing things now that we thought that we would never do This is a time for us to get a new thinking. This is a time for us to shift our thinking now. No longer are we trapped in the old way of doing things. No longer are we stuck in the old way. Now it's time to broaden our horizon and move. Regardless of the obstacles, we move anyhow. I'm going to end with that. there's so much more. and I I don't want to be that preacher that say 12 times, I'm going to end. I think that was about two right there. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but I am. I want to end with that right there, and there will. And, and I can share more. But we have to understand that we are going into a new beginning. This is a new era. I don't know everything, never claim to know everything, never lived my life well. Talk, talk to my mom, my mother. I believe she's watching. She may say, yeah, there was a time he thought he knew everything, but... I figured I'll let life get a hold of him. And and so life got a hold of me and I'm proud to say, I don't know everything. (laughs) I don't know everything. But we together with the help of God, I may not know everything, but we can do anything through him who gave us strength. So let's join together. Let's come together. I'm going to invite my wife back one more time. Amen. I want to have a special time, a special prayer. And then we'll turn the service over uh, to the elder. But this is a special time for us. Uh, uh, this is an exciting time for us. It's a new beginning for my wife, leaving a, a great job, wonderful job, loved the job. I was, listen, it, it, it was so good and so awesome. I, I was, you know, I was just, I, I didn't know what to do. Loved her job. But God is calling us to do something greater. That's what we are about. It's not about us, it's never about us. Please, it's not about us, but it's about God. I want us to come together and let God have his way. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our Savior, we are so thankful, so blessed and privileged to be able to be a part of top, tabernacle of praise. You've taken us to this ministry, oh God, you brought us to this ministry. You're um, leading us and you're guiding us and we believe. That there was a great work that you would have for all of us to do it's not about me this is an installation an installment of of, of 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 us as a first family but lord it's not about us it's about you and i want to make sure oh god going forward that we stay focused on what you will have lead us in guidance as a family lead our church lead our members lead our family and i pray now father that those that are on the outside looking in that's been waiting to come in that you will spark this ministry that those that are outside will come in. No longer will they be looking in, but they will come on in to the, and take their rightful place in your kingdom. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. We have family members, oh God, that we've been praying for. We have brothers and sisters and cousins and uncles and aunties, oh God. Or some will say aunties, oh God. We have family members that we want to see in your kingdom. Spark this ministry now, God, and we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen
4: amen.
0: Amen, amen, and amen. Can somebody say amen to God? Be the glory. I don't know about you, but i tell say my wife and I, we were ready to just run around and just started <laughs> shouting. Pastor, <laughs> that was a powerful message, new beginnings. And i tell you, the hand of God is upon you, the spirit of God is upon you, that was so powerful. And I can see how we're getting ready to just take off to the stratosphere, there's there's no boundary lines uh, for for this ministry that I see that is set before us. I just wanna thank you once again, Pastor, for accepting uh, the call of God and Melody just want to thank her as well. You all are a ministry team, and we're just so excited for what God is doing. What a way to start this new beginning, this new chapter, and we're just excited to see the move of God. Tabernacle of praise, the Lord has blessed us. The Lord has truly blessed us. If you had any doubt, because I know some someone may have said, Well, can he preach? Well. <laughs> Now you don't. That question has been asked and answered. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God, for what you have done today. And saints, just uh, we just want to just wrap our arms around this family. We want to continue to pray for this family uh, as as he leads out here, and he can't do it by himself. He needs all of us to be to surround him, encourage him. Be out on the battlefield, going behind enemy lines to spread this good news of salvation. Be the light in darkness. And we just thank you once again, Pastor. Now, we just have a few announcements at 1.30 today. Our youth uh, uh, Sabbath school will be led by Sister Gabrielle Johnson at 1.30 today on Zoom. And at 2.30, a discipleship training class will be led out by Elder Carroll. We're studying out of the book, Last Day Events, Chapter 16, uh, The Close of Probation. So you can call in on that or on our Zoom channel. We wanna see everybody uh, uh, at prayer meeting on on Wednesday night, seven o'clock. And remember, we can continue to bless the pastor today. Uh, tomorrow they'll be celebrating their 22nd anniversary so with that being said may the lord bless you and keep you may he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace until next time
2: amen